All right, action. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. The season opener of season four, ready for action in three, two, one. Hey, thank you so much for listening. No matter when you are listening, no matter where you are, get comfortable. Get yourself a cup of tea, a glass, or an entire bottle of wine. Maybe smoke a blunt, get under a blanket, grab yourself some popcorn, and enjoy this week's episode of The Slut Show with Ellen Moore. Ladies, gentlemen, non-binary beans, and any and everyone in between, my name is Ellen Moore, and welcome to a brand new season of The Slut Show. Season 4 is here. I can't wait for you all to see what's going to be coming, because these episodes, trust me, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. In the studio with me today is a journalist. She is a queer activist. She's a social justice warrior the first to ever be on my podcast and therefore also the first to be on season four with me give it up for kaya manuli stefford oh my god hi hi baby i'm so happy to have you back in the studio i'm happy to be here how are you opening the season i'm so good how are you doing (laughs) i'm good i'm excited we we look totally contrasting we're like Mm -hmm. polar opposites like we are the opposite sides of a lesbian spectrum see it's this and everyone everything in between basically (laughs) we're gonna be talking about a whole lot of things uh, all about first times i mean episode one so let's talk about first times from sex to drugs to periods to orgasms to masturbating and way more um all all of this in a second but first the slut show with ellen moore the podcast slash talk show about shit you and i have to deal with on a daily base about feminism insecurities feeling like a bomb ass bitch and obviously about loads of sex Enjoy your weekly dose of empowerment. Your weekly dose of empowerment. What's the most empowering thing you did lately? I got a new job. Congratulations. I'm, really I'm not going to say the name because ugh, Corporate. But you get coffee there. It says enough. And, you know, it's just a basic <laughs> little, like, job for now. But I'm, like, so proud because it's been a tough year. And I'm, like, so proud I keep up this job. And it's so fun. And I'm having good. such a good time. I finally got money. So Woo-hoo! I'm really happy. And I stopped my loans, my, my loans for school. Oh, wow. Because I, I can keep it up this way for now. So, so I'm happy really for you. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank That's you. so good. I am, what did you do? Uh, oh, my God. So welcome to a brand new episode of The Slut Show and like to a new season. It's been some time since we were in the studio. Life happened. Unfortunately, we weren't able to get back to the studio, but we're here now. And I am so excited to be here. As you probably have seen on social media, or maybe not, my website launched very recently, theslutshow.org, from Orgasm, Orgasm. of course. Theslutshow.org, check it out. (laughs) And uh, my five-piece postcard collection dedicated to destroying the patriarchy and empowering you at home dropped, and I'm just like, ah! so cute. So cute. I love them so much. They were made in collaboration with Aphrodite's art. She is such a talented designer. I'm so happy to be working with her. I'm so happy to have Manon behind the scenes. Love um, you helping us with the whole production of the season we this is like one of the last episodes we're shooting right now and so i already know the whole season four and season five and trust me when i say they're going to be very good um voiceover ellen is going to tell you when exactly the season is going to be ending and when season five is going to be starting so ellen when is it this fourth season of the slut show will run from monday october 4th until and including monday november 22nd okay so that's it So that's lovely. <laughs> I am so excited for everything that's going to come. But no slut show without slutty science. So let's dive right go. into it. <laughs> I got some slutty science for you because we like to stick to facts. Slutty science with When looking into statistics of what age people first had sex, a couple of things stand out. 
The countries where people begin having sex with one another at the youngest age are also countries that are more accepting towards LGBTQIA plus folks. They are countries which generally are more feminist and thus have more equal rights for all people, no matter their gender identity, the color of their skin, or their sexual preference. Before we look into global statistics, let us take a look at the country notorious for drugs and prostitution, the Netherlands. We Dutchies begin French kissing at around age of 15.8. We begin fondling our partners at around 16 and a half and proceed to hit second base, hitting that magic doorbell and rubbing Aladdin's lamp at around the age of 17.6. Oral sex usually happens around the age of 18.2 and sexual intercourse, which is of course a very heteronormative definition of what sex is, happens roughly at 18.6 years old. But what about the rest of the world? Iceland's first time sex age lays around 15.6, but generally people from Denmark, Sweden, Norway, Finland, Israel, Bulgaria, and Portugal all begin their sexually active lives at the age of 16. Malaysia tops the list with an average of first time sex that lays around the age of 23, followed closely by India with 22.9, Singapore with 22.8, and China with the age of 22.1. A plausible theory for that relatively late commencement of sexual activity could be due to culture and the ways culture and sex education mutually influence one another. Another couple of interesting ages you might be wondering about are the Netherlands, taking up the 22nd place on the list of longest waiters with an average of first-time sex that lays around the age of 18.1. Canada ends up tight with the Netherlands and Greece. The USA ranks at a similar age of 18 years old. Aussies are roughly 17.9 years old, and UK citizens are 18.3 years old, more or less. When looking into statistics about the use of drugs and the age drugs are first used, finding objective and descriptive statistics is hard, as most of them are focused on why it's bad and why you shouldn't do drugs in the first place, and I am not denying nor confirming any of that, but what I will say is that I nor anyone working for the slut show promotes or stimulate the use of any sort of drugs. That being said, <laughs> over the past decades, the mean age of drug initiation in the United States has risen among individuals aged 12 to 21. Let us take a look at some of the most recent statistics in regards to drug use. The first time people use alcohol, because yes, that is a drug too, is roughly around the age of 16.7. Before that, they tend to consume marijuana at age 16 and a half, followed by alcohol, and then thereafter comes tobacco cigarettes at age 16.8. Methamphetamines are first consumed around the age of 17.3, followed by ecstasy around the age of 17.7, followed by heroin generally used first at the age of 18, and lastly, cocaine used first at the highest age around roughly 18.2 years old. <laughs> have, have you ever used drugs? Let, let us dive right I, into it, honey. Uh, no, the only drug I use is my lord and say, that's actually, that might be offensive. I have, like, okay, for one, I'm Dutch. I am a stoner, but oh, never totally into this. We didn't do anything, I swear. No. <laughs> We're sober. We would never. We would never. YouTube, we would never promote never, the use of drugs. That know. being said. Um, <laughs> as a Dutch person, I love me some weed. Um, but I have this rule that I have with myself that my mom also made for me when I was like a teenager. Right. And she found out that I smoked weed. She's like, okay, don't be stoned all the time. 
do not smoke if you're going to school, if you're going to work, if something uh, somewhere important to be. No smoking. Don't be stoned at a funeral. Trust me, don't do <laughs> it. <laughs> Let's get back to you. Okay. But yeah, so um, personally, I really do like to smoke weed. Mostly uh, pure because I don't love tobacco. It also gives me a different high. It makes me a lot more sleepy instead of mm-hmm. giggly and just chill. Right, fun. Um, but I, I just I do want this weed. Mm-hmm. Sex therapy with Sarah. While reactions to marijuana can vary from person to person, many sex therapists recommend the use of marijuana to assist with painful sex. Not a smoker? You can always bring it right to the source with an option like cannabis lube. I have done a few drugs a few times in my life, going out with parties, but only with people that I felt safe with and friends. Um, I don't know. I don't think I could even get in the headset of doing drugs if it wasn't somewhere I felt safe. It is so important to to gather a group around you of people who you genuinely feel safe with. Our favorite drunk here, uh, Yappy, is also joining us this season again. Um, If you don't have a a group of people around you who you trust and who can even be your trip sitter and be sober while you're on whatever drugs it is, even if it's alcohol, it's so important to have sober people around you who can take care of you in case something goes wrong. Definitely, definitely. My... Number one trip sitter actually is my best friend. I know. Uh, yeah, I love. Just sweetheart. Uh, love you. I know he watches the show. He That's watches the like, show, oh, so he's gonna love be that so much. He does. He loves it. Okay. I love Hi, you. Hi, we love you. You're so appreciated. I'm gonna bleep his name because he doesn't want his name to be out. But I really appreciate okay. you. You know who you are. Bleep. You are the love of my life. Um. <laughs> uh. But yeah. So he is my trip sitter. He hasn't done. Most of the drugs I've tried, actually, but he also has a lot of friends who have. He's always right. been a he's always uh, done his research, and he watches them do it, so mm-hmm. he's great at it. And, like, the first time I did MDMA was with so with bleep with my friend <laughs> right and um, great i had best time of life first time i tried lsd the only time i tried lsd oh wow was also with uh shit I keep, my friend my honey <laughs> um and uh it's just oh, he's a great guy make sure i'm totally um fed well fed before depending on what drug you do if you need an empty stomach or not right. hydrated he checks like i'm not allowed to take more uh, right he says okay now you may yeah and before i take it he, sh- he looks at what I. it is take. really important to like calculate the right things for your body mm-hmm. um obviously the such is not just about drugs so <laughs> if you're like i was gonna watch this episode but now it's all about drugs um We'll get to the sex. Calm down. We'll, we'll get to the sex. <laughs> One second. Um, I, yeah, it's really important to have people who actually have a lot of knowledge about it and, like, do your research. Because, as I said in the slutty science, which is now animated. Oh, my God. Can we take a second to appreciate Animation. that? Oh, love it. So excited for that. <laughs> a big shout out to, obviously, Manon, who Thanks, is... Manon. Without this bitch, there will be no slut show, honey. So, like, so happy to have her on the team. Um... And like I said, it's very hard to find objective statistics. It's just basically most things, especially when it comes from the United States, say, don't do it. It's not good for you. Yeah, we know that. But we, if we want to do it safely, give us like... The information. Yeah, give us actual good information. Yes. How old were you when you first had sex? I was barely 16. Like I was a few months away from 16. And I was also like, not my first boyfriend. I think it was my second boyfriend ever. And it was really cute because we also took each other's virginity because neither one of us knew what the fuck we were doing. That's lovely. Which on one side, people have talked about it, be like, oh, well, that kind of sucks that they, that he couldn't guide you. I'm like, okay, well, I couldn't guide him either or whatever. I don't know. I, th- I felt You were good. figuring things out. I felt good about it because we were both terrified and that made me less terrified. Because <laughs> right. if I was fucking it up, he doesn't fucking know. Yeah, so, exactly. Um, it was nice. It was really nice. And for what I was, 
at that age. I was very in love. And good. It's cute. I see it as a very good first experience. God, that's How lovely. How you? I was uh, 17 and something years old. I It was with my first partner, first longtime partner. I Yeah, it was a really, really good experience when... Uh, obviously, this is like the first episode of the season. We're talking about our first times. So, honey, you're in for the tea. So, Ooh, spill it. get yourself a cup or whatever you are uh, using, drinking, <laughs> not supporting drug use, just on YouTube. Um, yeah, no, it was a really good experience for me. And I'm very, ha- very happy that um, they are the one I gave them all my first to um, because I, I really love them and they really love me and they make me feel very safe. They make me feel very loved very wanted very attractive and those are such important things i really have my sexual confidence um i have them to thank for it because he really like raised me in that sense because obviously your first partner especially if they are more experienced they're going to guide you through things uh to make it easier for you and it uh, like a a better experience for you in general and so i'm very very grateful that was how it went and um it was so hot and like for me i didn't have pain and that was very good as well because that is actually not normal and that's something that i only found out super recently sex is not supposed to hurt even if it's the first time then you're all tensed up if you're completely relaxed it shouldn't hurt according to the university of michigan's children's hospital most boys will have masturbated to the point of orgasm by age 15. This is in stark contrast to their female peers, only about 25% of which have masturbated to the point of orgasm by age 15. What could be the culprit for this deficit? Well, masturbation and sexual exploration is not only normalized for boys, it's expected. Young girls, on the contrary, are not given that same societal permission and enter their sexual debuts on an uneven playing field. Exactly. And of course, there was some squeezing in to do because if there has never been a penis inside and you are... come on. Yeah, you know, but it stretches along and I... It was good. It was lovely. Oh, yeah. awesome. What was... What? If you had to choose all the things that you just listed, what was the best part of it? Like... Um, and why? Sharing it with someone who I knew loved me so much and loving them back and like the connection we had was really really beautiful and i'm very grateful for that and no matter how things went further down the line i will forever be grateful for that and that's just yeah i really and that's also like a separate thing even if you have a really good experience with a certain someone and then things uh, go down to drain for whatever reason try and see those things separately because those moments are not attached to one another yes it might have been the same person but you can also like see that separately and i feel like that's a really beautiful way of putting things in a very positive light as well without you know it made you happy at the at the time exactly it was a good experience yeah totally as well for it all right what's our next first thing let us let us get the list here well who was your first do you remember your first best friend really Yes, actually, my first best friend was Serena. Uh, That's when I still lived in New York. I grew up in New York City for a while, for like four years, until I was like seven. And Serena lived in the same building as me for a while. Mm -hmm. And best friend, best friend. Lovely. She's also a big queer activist now. Love her. Awesome. If you ever see this, honey, love you. Um, (laughs) Send it to her. I will. I will, actually. I bet she'd love it. <laughs> but um, have her share it, honey. Please, we'd love that. Serena, please, okay. <laughs> we <laughs> please gotta help. go international. Help but, us. Uh, I just remember, like, 
very, very young childhood memories with her, like, taking baths together, and we had, like, a bath time song. Mm, so cute. Really cute. How old were you guys? So, I lived in New York for four years, and we left when I was, like, right before seven or right after seven, so... Like, really young. So, three to seven, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and actually, when I was, like, I want to say ten or something... Um, her mom had a business trip in Amsterdam and she brought Serena with her and I already lived in oh, Hong Kong wow. then so I got to have a day off and see my old best friend again. That's lovely. And, uh, that is really cute. That's so, so cute. Uh, in Amsterdam, full circle because now I'm here again with my with my newer friend. Mm. See, so it's all good. <laughs> Who was your first best friend? We, we are all tested negative for COVID, by the way. Yes, just, just saying. Tested, so. I just got absolutely... <laughs> she was like... Ugh, uh, that's, that's the real reason I sniffed just yeah, now. Yeah, and got... we went like this this, this morning too. So we're constantly getting tested. Ugh, my it does. And it's not from the good stuff. It's not. <laughs> but who was your first best friend? Um, actually, that was in, uh, like, baby garden? Is that a thing? No, can, oh. like, daycare, daycare. literally. Where's when. Your, where's your word for that? I don't know. Like, um, I was, I believe, two years old when we met. So, like, we were babies. We were babies. And um, we, uh, we were, like, friends. And then afterwards, we just got play dates. And uh, we just kept seeing each other. And all of a sudden, 20 years flew by. And we were still best friends. And no matter how things are going right now, I'm so grateful to have had him, him in my life for such a huge part. And um, I feel like when you grow up with people like that, and when it's such a... He was family to me, really, mm-hmm. and um, I will always have such a deep love for him, and that's such a beautiful experience, and right now, uh, my current best friend, shout out to you, honey, uh, you know who you are, uh, she's been my best friend for like 16, about to be 17 years, so that's also, when I think wow. of best friends, they're the, the two I think of, because we grew up together, they really are family to me, so. That is so sweet. Yeah, it's lovely. It's so good. It's so good. What What was your first crush? Do you remember that? Yes. Yes. Also in New York. <laughs> also in New York in kindergarten. Uh, not baby garden. This time real kindergarten. Kindergarten and first grade. His name was. And um, my best friend's crush was that too. Really? <laughs> I might have to cut that out it's though. <laughs> but yes, Ruben and I had a crush on him, and he knew I had a crush on him. But I mean, it's kindergarten. Yeah, of course. And I remember that one day he invited me to his birthday party. That was amazing. Actually, I have a little poetry book from first from first grade, and um, (laughs) it's cute. You wrote him a love story. No, 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 no. no. That would have been really cute too, though. But we had poetry as as a as a class. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, we'd read poetry and we'd write little poems, and it's just a little binder, and you also have a poem from every single student in there and their names. So I looked up my old friends, and I, I was like, I think I was like 15, 16 when I looked mm-hmm. him up, and I found him online. He was still cute. I was like, I can't taste. Yeah. So, um, but that was my first ever crush. And yours? Oh, um, I believe that I have a diary here from like when I was four, so yeah. I probably have it in writing. Uh, I should look at, look at it. I I remember, I remember many of my first crushes, but like the one that really made my heart stop for a second that was a real real crush was this guy from uh what preliminary school and uh, i (laughs) we had a very special thing going on and i was always the outcast i was always the outsider i was never the cool kid he was absolutely the cool kid and somehow we got to work together on these small projects and then we 
I don't know, after years of having a crush on him, um, we, we got to work together, like, the two of us, and then we were, like, put in a separate room to do some things, and then um, we were also, you know, talking about non-school-related non stuff, because obviously... And I remember him saying, and this was like a dream, literally. I This is like a movie. I'm not making this shit up. He probably won't verify because I wasn't very cool. <laughs> but honey, I am nowadays. Absolutely. Call me up. I would, would so do it. What would he say? Uh, he said, uh, I said, you can have any girl in the school. You know that, right? And he said, the only one I want, I can have. Wait, what? I don't get it. That was referring to me. Oh, how did he say it? Like, what did he look at you and what did he do? He, he looked at me. He was like, the only one I want, I don't think I can have. Oh, I know. <laughs> oh, that is cute, though. But why can he have you? He could. He could. But you're lame. But I was, <laughs> but I was like, I don't know. I don't know. There was just like this, this unspoken, um, we knew that we liked each other, but we knew we weren't going to actually act upon it okay i was a big fucking pussy as well he was too how old were you uh like 10 11 12 ish oh, okay. so like cute cute yeah very cute i was super insecure he wasn't you're insecure <laughs> yeah don't know what for like if i would have had the confidence that i have right now i would have kissed him right then and there oh, but girl. you know didn't happen you learn you live you learn i it might someday do you remember the first Oh, your first kiss. Oh, we just we actually discussed this. We did. <laughs> oh, I remember. Oh, that sucked. Okay, wait. <laughs> so my first kiss was actually like I was twelve or something. Except it was like in a game of like truth or dare. Oh and yes. And I had to kiss this guy, and that the, like he tried to use tongue, but he mostly just did this. Like you can know if the camera can see me. Like that's what he did, you know. And I was like, all right, and I did back. I was like, this is kind of nasty. I don't. Like, I wasn't against it, but I wasn't for it. it was like, no, okay. I was against it. Highly. I didn't like I my first kiss. so bad afterwards because I thought, and this is just, like, some bullshit. It was oh. like, now I've had my first kiss, now I'm ruined. Now I'm not, oh. uh, I'm not good anymore. And I was like, oh. because this was it. This was it. What? It was like, I ruined my first kiss, oh. and this is the way it went. Okay. And that's bullshit. Now I go back, I was like, okay, lol, fun. If you think back at it, it's <laughs> like... Okay, like stupid kid shit, and that's how it happened. It wasn't. Right. I don't even consider that my first first kiss. I consider my first kiss that I chose for was actually um, when okay, it was like early high school. I think I was thirteen, maybe fourteen, thirteen, and uh, we had a, a school Christmas ball, and that's so cute. I know, I know, I know, and I had this friend. And we'd been flirting with each other for a while. So I was like, hee 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 mm -hmm. And I thought he was going to ask me to be his girlfriend at the party. And I was all nervous. And we were like, mm -hmm. And after a while, he's like, okay, hey, can you meet me in the hall? And he asked me to be his girlfriend. And I kissed him. Ooh, so I know, I know. So I consider that my first kiss. Yeah, just count that one. That was really freaking cute. Yeah, so, yeah, so cute. If you want to hear my my first kiss story, uh, we actually discussed it on the episode that is linked somewhere in the screen right now, <laughs> wherever it oh, may be. Really? Um, yeah, so go check that out. Go check that out. But first, finish this one, or like That'd head over nice. to my website and purchase some cool things, some cool like what you see in in the picture right now. <laughs> hey, did you hear that? Did we get mail? I think we got mail. We never get mail, mail this time. early. Lovely. Good to have you. What should I know before my first time in the bedroom? It's going to be awkward. 
it is going to be awkward, probably. And it's okay. It's, it's not fine. gonna be like in a movie. It is not. It's gonna be awkward. You're gonna <laughs> laugh. You're gonna feel It's weird. not gonna be perfect. You are do not know what you're doing. It might not fit. You probably it's big possibility that you won't orgasm. But yeah. that's also not the point of sex per se. It's also yeah. just nice to be intimate and be together, you know? And it's your first time, honey, don't worry, you'll get there. Yeah, but, exactly. Uh, okay it's fun it's a journey but i think that for every single first try of anything it really it's it's such a journey and it's so important to just let it be and just let go and just experience it and enjoy the moments that are there and not try and force things that are not there sounds very vague but you know what i mean and make sure you feel 100 percent comfortable don't say no if you don't feel comfortable and use condoms do it safe use and use lube use lube, lube. oh yes lube is like the biggest tip i can give to lube you like not oil because if you use oil on condoms they're not safe anymore no. lube water-based lubricant tip of the day tip of the day speaking of tips i think we're going to be taking a quick break okay. um but we will be back in a second but first can i get some backing vocals Slut Show Sex Position Twister, your weekly dose of bedroom inspiration. Mm. Bridging John's Diary, a fun way to get really tired while being screwed. The blinds leading the blinds. By depriving someone from their senses, other senses will become stronger. So if you don't hear, you will see more clearly. If you don't see, you will hear more clearly. A fun way to introduce power play and being more submissive, or rather, dominant. Lazy Lover 69. I mean, we all hate 69, don't we? And sitting on top, you're gonna break everything in your body. So this is a very nice rendition to 69 to actually make it fun. Ah. <laughs> that was not planned. <laughs> Loved it. Um, yes. Oh my god, we have a new segment, Sex Position Twister. How do we like that? I mean, was that not just hilarious? I'm I'm so ready for it. I'm gonna be trying it. So, so here for it. What is your favorite position would you say that you would recommend to someone who is like for a first time maybe? this is really boring but i think just missionary yeah same just missionary (laughs) yeah just because you can on top of each other you can look at each other yeah you can communicate and it's just the i think the least intimidating yeah and if you're like not good for it i don't know google's your friend yeah but i mean if you're nervous it's all the first times you start with doggy and missionary that's like the most simplest way begin with missionary though because if you do doggy you can't see each other's faces and especially if it's the first time for a woman i think it might like if it's a guy doing a first time maybe it's different because you can like kind of wiggle around and you know (laughs) have a hand going through the legs to help you um but i think that if you are a vagina owner then it's missionary yeah missionary because you can actually look at each other in the face and even if you don't know if you want it to continue your face facial expression will tell yes for vulva owners cowgirl is one of the best options for being able to control the depth and rhythm of penetration this option gives you the ability to be in control while also having that face-to-face intimate contact pay attention to each other yeah pay attention pay real close attention ask 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 consent, constantly consent consent constantly communicate if you don't communicate there's no sex and communication is sexy it's so hot one you know uh, exactly what someone wants. If I say faster or hey a little lower, I'm gonna get there, and right. they, they're like, "Oh great, I'm doing well." 
And if someone, if I'm saying, hey, are you good? And they look at me and they're like, yes, I am. <laughs> Bitch, then yes, I am too. Hell are you yeah. kidding? It's super hot to ask Please. those things. So I think that we, um, in a couple episodes back, we discussed, <laughs> I said, uh, the this infamous fragment that I will put in right now. Faster is, and harder is, <laughs> even though it's hilarious that i said that and i still i mean i stand for it but it's also not very clear i feel like there's still a lot of people who don't know the difference between faster and harder yeah and, and that's a very very important one for me let me start for me um the difference faster is literally okay you do the same thing you're doing right now but if, if you're penetrating for example you just go faster at it and harder means you go force. deeper or yeah. force exactly when you're um going down on a woman for example faster and harder are two entirely different things that needs to be communicated well and needs to be like just ask is this just like make a code or something mm -hmm. say okay if i do this i want feedback you know you can do hand squeezes yes hand oh yes one squeezes deeper one squeezes harder you know and if hell you feel, yeah if you it's like communication morse. is, is like like morse code <laughs> morse <laughs> but if you feel like communication is awkward you're like no it's gonna kill the vibe do the hand squeezes yeah, yeah. like this is this can also be very hot when like sexting mm. like before a date be like i'd love to like make a code of like this squeeze means this that squeeze means that i i dig it i'm gonna steal that call me up for this you know what? I'm going to text you when I leave, right? Hell yeah. <laughs> what is the biggest difference for you between harder, softer, uh, faster? Um, I think I agree like with what you said. But personally, I like, I think, um, I think that faster is something I'd ask for sooner than harder, per se. Yeah. Because at, at, like, at one point, it might hurt if it goes too, too yeah. deep or too hard. Yeah. But I can really like one setting i guess what well, yeah, yeah. of course but want it faster yeah no because same if, if you if you're gonna like um do oral harder it can like be way too sensitive yeah not good anymore i feel like that's something that men don't get right a lot of the time because they don't know how and exactly how a clitoris works because obviously they don't have one so it's really hard to figure those things out and that's why you communicate exactly and i think that I speak for a lot of women when I say I'd have faster any day of the week, but harder, I'll ask for it if I want it. I agree. Right. I agree. Right. In the fragment I just showed you guys, I um, did something like this, but that is a very good like way of illustrating. Like if this is the, the pace you're going at and you say faster, you want to go like that. That's smart. But when you go harder, you go further into it. You see? That is smart. This is, a, this is a very good way of describing it. So you have the same pace and you go further into it because you're doing it harder or you go faster. Totally different things. You can do both. You can do neither. Welcome to Sex Education with Alan Moore. Alan Moore. <laughs> oh, dear God. Uh, Your first orgasm. Do you remember it? No, I cannot tell you. I do not remember. I do. Yeah? <laughs> okay, go for it, sis. Okay, so... Um, Ikhal van Holland is a Dutch is a Dutch television show called I Love Holland, and um, it's basically this super. Wait, did you come? No, 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 no. It's it's a long story leading up to it, honey. Don't worry. Show. Okay, continue. Um, and there was this like segment on the show. It's like a, it's like a game show. Yeah. 
Yeah. Right. And um, there was this one game of like lists. And so you have like 40 possible answers and you have to guess. And like the team that guesses the most answers correct, like wins. Um, and the question was uh, the, mo- <laughs> the most controversial um, television shows ever to be aired in the Netherlands. And obviously we're the country notorious for prostitution and drugs. So... Besides the slut show. Um, <laughs> so one of the, the uh, shows was called... Neukudui <clears throat> Show. Ah, Neukudui Show! And I... This is how the fuck. Yeah, basically, that's the translation. And I heard that, and I was like... That is interesting. I gotta watch that. I wanna know what's that. This? So, um... When, like, Wait, after... Wait, how old were you? 11-ish. Okay. 10 11 i think so mm-hmm. something like that i don't know exactly but i think something like that anyways and um the the name of the show stuck to my head and it constantly i was constantly reminded of it and then one brave day i was like let me google it and so that's what i did i googled it and um i began watching episodes and i noticed that something was happening in my pants that i hadn't had that hadn't happened before <laughs> i uh, because it's it's like demonstrated and illustrated in this very sensual way i'm not gonna put a fragment in because youtube will demonetize me which it probably will anyways but you know plus copyright maybe yeah i guess yeah and so uh i started masturbating to that and i just started google like because one of the episodes like said how how to masturbate and i was like okay let me try this let me take off my pants let me try and i actually remember that my grandma was at my, uh the place where i i was living at that moment yeah. and she was obviously not in the room okay, um <laughs> like two floors down they were outside or something and uh i remember i was like holy shit i want to do that again <laughs> and yeah that's kind of how my masturbation career started you know you know i never watched no Kudui show i've heard of it i've heard of it but isn't it good to have a show that just explains that cuz where else Welcome to the Slut Show. Send it to your friends if they want sex ed. There you go. Hey. The contemporary replacement of No Kudui Show. What a a great name. But like, isn't it vulgar? I never use that word. Noka. I do. I know, okay. I don't use... So Noka is the Dutch word just to say fuck. We're gonna fuck, you know? Yeah, but like fuck. Not not like make love, like fuck. Fuck. Noka. And I don't ever use it in like, oh, I want you to noke me. (laughs) Because that feels awkward, like, oh, noke me. No, but I do use it like, oh, oh, have you genoke? Did you noke? Oh, right, yeah. That's a lovely word. It just rolls, it comes out of your mouth. Noke, noke, it just sounds great. What I Sorry. do say, <laughs> what I do say with that, relating to that word is, um, have you had a noke recently? <laughs> Wait, say it in Dutch. Have you noch a noke gehad? Have you noch a noke gehad? Have you noch a noke gehad? I gotta use that from now on. Noke in the coke too. Oh yeah. Fucking in the kitchen. Niching in the kitchen. It's just a nice word. Just like fuck. Fuck's also a great word to say. Yeah. But yeah. Welcome to the first episode of season four. Uh, I was uh, actually planning on not swearing this season. Well, (laughs) honey, I failed. (laughs) You invited me, so that failed. Speaking of swear words, my first swear word besides like shit, obviously, you know, was kut. And kut is the Dutch word for cunt or like vagina, but we use it like fuck. Yeah. And I remember sitting on the couch. Or like in Italian... Cazzo. Cazzo. <laughs> I know there's Italians watching. Ti amo, ti adoro. Grazie. Grazie. <laughs> but um, I remember I was sitting on the couch with my mom watching TV and like I think my phone died or something and I said good and I was like, and she didn't respond. She was like, okay, good is okay. I can say good. 
I was sitting there like, oh, is she going to say anything? But she didn't say anything. So I was just like, okay, noted. I can say good. <laughs> so yeah, that was my first hard swear word. I have a very memorable first swear word. Oh, Lord. Okay, so this is really pretty fucked. Uh-oh. But you know, there's a lot of stories in mine that are pretty fucked. <laughs> Honey, it's nothing new. Um, We've been new. <laughs> so um, I was in preliminary school with my uh, one of my closest friends. I cannot constantly like say my best friend because then everyone's going to know all the shit we, we pulled mm-hmm. on people. So uh, with a friend, you know who you are, honey. And um, we were sitting in like, um, so I went to a Montessori school, which is basically a different kind of school system in the Netherlands, like a subsystem uh, where you go to school with different grades people. So like... Um, the first two grades go together, the three, four, and five, six, seven, and eight. That's the system in the Netherlands. I cannot explain it any better. Google it. It's fine. Yeah. yeah anyways. Um, and so I was in class with different kinds of people. And obviously, when you're in class with older people, you also learn swear words from them. Because, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And so we also had learned cunt. Uh, good. And so there was this uh, classmate of ours who was also a friend. And uh, they were sick. And so they had this huge... Uh, eraser eraser but it was like this this big you know you know in in preliminary school you have this phase with like you have cool uh cool erasers pencils like you have cool stuff and you're showing it around exactly Mm -hmm. and so we that huge one we took the huge one and we wrote good on it (gasps) Scandalous. scandalous scandalous and so when they came back to school they opened their drawer they found the the eraser the poor girl was she sad and um she didn't know what it meant and so she went to her dad she was like what is good (laughs) (laughs) and her dad was still there and so they like erased it onto the table so that it came off and people were like looking around who did this and we were looking at each other not us not us i don't even know what that word means (laughs) oh that poor girl what is good uh this is good well, that that was good. <laughs> this episode of The Slut Show is sponsored by our partner, Asuga. I am so excited to collaborate with them. I would never collaborate with a brand whose mission I don't support and whose products I don't genuinely love. So I am over the moon to tell you that I'm collaborating with them. This brand is found in 2015 and created by and for women, which... They have two products, the Cuddly Bird and the G-Spa. This is what they look like. And I got to try both and I'm so excited to tell you a little bit more about the Cuddly Bird. Look how cute it is. It's just, they come in three different colors. Let me just show you. Peach pink, lemon yellow, and mint green. They package it discreetly. Look at this, so beautifully packed. This is also a nightstand light. When you plug it in, this lights up so you can use it like this. They turn on with the little, you know, mustaches on the bottom and they can do multiple things. So firstly, you have the three different air pulsation functions and then you can also use it as kind of a mini magic wand. It has multiple functions too. Um, Honestly, I was like, it's super tiny. It can not suck that hard, honey. Sucks the soul right out of your clit. So uh, it does exactly what it promises and it is completely waterproof. 
I get to give one away to you at home. So if you want to win one of these, you can head over to Instagram uh, to our Slutshow page, which is the Slutshow with Alan Moore on Instagram. And you will find all of the details to how you can participate in the giveaway on there. And if you want to just buy one yourself, I have a 20% discount code, which is the Slutshow. So if you fill that out in the checkout, page on their website, you're going to get 20% off and they're pricey, but you're paying for quality. Um, and I love that it's a company run by and for women. So let's fucking go y'all. Oh. What is one of the first, first memories you have of masturbating or orgasming when you were younger? I don't really remember a specific memory, but I think right. it's because I didn't realize what I was doing and it came naturally and I right. was just doing it. So I just, it's not, I don't think it was something in my head that I was thinking, this is a memorable moment. It's like, oh, okay, this is cool. Right. So, I don't know. Did you use um, foreign objects anywhere near your coochie? I was mostly a, a, a finger girl. I can't I bet there was some time that I don't remember. But until I had, like, like my first sex toy, mm -hmm. which was a cheap vibrator that I got from my friend. Bullet vibrator? I, I don't know. No, it was, it was, like, really, it was, like, a really cheap, cheap, like, yeah. wish vibrator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he gave it to me as a parting gift because mm -hmm. he left to go back to like his home country. Right. And it was just, we we're just talking about what do you need? And as a joke, like a vibrator came up, so he bought me the cheap ass vibrator. He bought Love another it. friend of mine. He bought my friend a bubble gun. So oh. um, fun. And then now I have my adult toys. But um, nice. How many toys do you have? I have. Okay, so I have three. One is a huge ass dildo that I do not use. How, I, how big are we speaking? Say it's stop. a big boy, and it's like thick, and it's got oh, balls. Like this? It's. A, I don't know. I don't remember. I haven't used that thing. In, like I used that once. I was like, ow, this hurts because it's really big, and it was mostly a joke. It was yeah, like for yeah. my 16th birthday, and it's, it's too big. That's hilarious. Um, and I have a vibrator that I accidentally broke in half. Not with my coochie. <laughs> oh know. my god. I know, that sounds intense, but no, I was just moving and then I broke it in half. Like, okay, that doesn't work. And now I have a, sat a satisfier. Mm -hmm. Love her. Uh, so, yeah. Lovely. What was, what was your first sex toy? I got a gifted from my first bed partner as well. Yeah, that was cute. yeah, they gifted me a bullet vibrator and it was a surprise. So, they sent, I was living on my own by that time. I moved out when I was very young. And so, um, obviously, I received the condoms that we were ordering because mm -hmm. um, obviously, you know, they didn't didn't give a shit in my in my place. They were like, oh, here are your condoms. Uh, you know, we could I just, yeah. And so, um, he told me, like, make a video of yourself while, when you're opening it. I was like, why? I was like, okay, sure. Well, I'll do it. And so um, I was woken up by the doorbell, super frustrated because I, I could sleep in, fucking, fucking hell. Then I got the package and then um, I opened it and I saw like the the um, the receipt and I, that did not say, just say condoms. And I was like, what? oh my God. And the, there's like, I have this videotape still of me saying, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm so not ever doing anything with this footage. Okay. What a good gift. You're a great boyfriend Amen. if you do that. Love it. Like, give to your partner sex toys. It's not, it's a supplement mm -hmm. to your sex life. It's not intimidation, intimidating it at all. Enough. It's just a little 
adhesive. Yeah, exactly. And it's going to make your life a whole lot easier. Trust me, your tongue and your fingers will be a whole lot less tired. <laughs> um, <laughs> that being said... When gifting your partner a sex toy, remember that only about 25% of vulva owners orgasm from penetration alone. Using clitoral stimulating toys will only enhance the play for both you and your partner. I recently um, destroyed a door with my dildo. <laughs> Girl, what the fuck? Wait, what? Okay, this is a story. Obviously, this slut show is just basically uh, an extension of my conversations that I have with friends, but then a tiny bit more censored. Because <laughs> uh, when I speak with friends, there's a lot more swear words and <laughs> a lot more... Um, well, not not that much more juice. I think I'm. Um, I think it's pretty balanced. Like, a little more personal details. Yeah. And it's a lot less educational. Yes, definitely. <laughs> We're not like so. Today I learned. I mean, no. Sometimes, but not on yeah. this level. Censored in in this is censored in a good way. It's for your own ben- for your own benefit. <laughs> trust me. Um, and so I was talking to a friend about sex. I had some glasses of wine. I was not at all drunk. They were not at all drunk. And so we were talking about sex toys. And he was like, "So how many do you have?" I was like follow me and so i let him to my bedroom and i have this uh shelf uh which i uh had my handyman's install i remember this shelf and uh yes my handyman's installed it and um they had already seen my sex toy collection so i just asked him can you build a shelf and he was like what are you gonna put on it i'm like just my sex toy so it doesn't have to hold much and he looks at me he was like you're the first one to be honest about that i was like you know you already you already saw it i saw you debate about it with your colleagues so you know he was like oh sorry i was like whatever and so um i took him to the shelf and so i showed him one of my dildos which my only dildo by the way um which has like the suction cup the suction cup on the bottom so so that you can like put it to a door or a mirror or whatever and so um i've never actually tried that me neither that's a good one Oh. Okay, oh. Well, continue. Yeah, but like in the shower, like you can use it many different ways. Um, and you can obviously adjust the height because you know wherever you stick it. And so I wanted to illustrate how you, um, you know, stick it on, for example, a door. And I had always had very solid, good doors. And now I live in an apartment where I have um, uh, doors that are um, made of very thin glass. And nobody ever warned me that this glass is very thin. And I thought this was solid and I could just, you know, put it on there. And just for demonstration purposes, I took the dildo and I went full force right on the door. And my entire hand went through the door. (gasps) The dildo ended up on the other side of the door. I'm going to show you a little video footage of it right now. It was a big fucking shit show. It was insane. Shit show with Ellen Moore. Oh my god. This is how the slut show started. Because we were like, (laughs) what is slut show? Oh my god. So that happened. I had to go to hospital, get my hand stitched up. It was fucked. But how do you explain that? Did you explain it? Yeah. Because I was like, you know, got to give her a good story for at home. Yeah. She was like, how did this happen? Did you get angry? I was like, as a matter of fact. (laughs) (laughs) Well. And she was like, I'm telling this to my husband if that's okay with you. I'm like, absolutely. (laughs) The next verse on our list. Oh, first time you got drunk. I was also 15. So this is all this is an intense year for me. It was right before um, graduation from MAFO. the <sighs> school system again. Okay, we also have different levels of, of high school. and uh, You graduate a couple times here. <laughs> and different levels, of gra- have, like, uh, different levels of high school take longer. And right. uh, I was 60 when I graduated from this one. 
and uh, we were just having parties, like, oh, graduation of party, course, graduation yeah. party. And I was like 15, close to 16, somewhere in there, you know? Yeah. And my friend at the time, like, her parents were super cool with parties. They had like a little bar in the back, like, a little shed. And uh, I was just thinking, oh, this is fun. This is cool. I'm a big kid. Right, I graduated right. and yeah. I got really drunk and someone I don't remember if someone called my mom at that party to pick me up but I just remember for the first time and it was so funny because I was also like a little placebo drunk like oh this is how I'm supposed to be when I'm drunk uh, and that's yeah. embarrassing of but it's course also yeah super funny and it's yeah. also just part of it yeah totally so, and I did not puke so yay me wow yeah. good for you uh-huh. good for you and you I am, yeah, since you started the story, I was like, when did I get drunk for the first time? It's all one big... Bar. Blub. I I genuinely don't recall, like... That memory (sighs) is next to my masturbating memory. (laughs) Lost. Somewhere lost. Somewhere deep down in the sea. Um, I... Shit, there was a very clear moment when I was first... Oh, yeah, oh, oh. Oh. So the thing is, when I first got drunk, I pretended as if it wasn't my first time because I was like, you know, I've gotten drunk before. I'm cool. I'm so cool. So I don't recall the exact first time because I was faking, you know, that it wasn't my first time. And I was very, very cautious with alcohol. And I was always over-exaggerating my drunkness. Um, This, like, in parties abroad with like on like um a language exchange and stuff mm. i was totally over exaggerating so if you know me from there honey i no, wasn't drunk <laughs> i remember everything um yeah so the first time that i got like absolutely bad shit crazy shit face the first time that it went bad real quick oh, no. that one i do <laughs> recall very vividly um <laughs> oh dear lord what happened? so uh, in Amsterdam, you kind of have two places where you can go party. Rembrandtplein and Leidsplein. These are, like, the main squares you can go party. Um, and so, different clubs. And there's a lot of different things around there. And so, um, we, like, among friends, I have a saying of um, a night at Leidse. And that refers to... Not a good night, honey. Oh. It refers to a night of going absolutely... Fucked. Fucked. And uh, don't don't do this. Like, don't abuse alcohol because it's literally the worst drugs of all. Um, But you're gonna have a hilarious time uh, for this story. Moderation. Sit down for this one. Get grab yourself a bottle of wine while you're at it. Um, I was at that time uh, very anorexic, and so I was very very skinny. So this was one of the first nights that I went to party, and I was letting go of my diet. I was eating again, and. also drinking again for the first time in two years while being heavily underweight and this was the first time i was actually getting properly drunk and i was planning to get properly drunk at least you got that going for you exactly and so i drank an entire bottle of wine by myself and if i do that right now i'm absolutely out of it and uh i don't know how i wasn't back then but i was pretty drunk i'd say but i did How did you die i wasn't even that drunk until i got there and then it hit but then I had already taken a couple of shots and, you know, I <laughs> I was having a good time. I was drinking a lot of free things that, you know, people offered me. And so I was super drunk. Next thing I know, I'm walking up the stairs in Burger King. <laughs> um, and there's two guys following me who I, 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 I was there with two other guys. Okay. And so I sit down and these two guys following me bring like four entire trays of food. 
and um like we we checked afterwards i didn't pay for any of that and so we got all that food i don't know how i did it probably flirted my way around it and they probably paid for it next thing i know is me uh not wanting to pay for the toilet so uh diving under one of those you know uh the the things that turn around that you have to like like the gates and I remember literally thinking you know I can slide under that and I literally like I was in a pool I just dove right (laughs) under it like I make it I made it I made it and so when I didn't come out for like 15 minutes my flatmate began looking for me and then he went into the ladies room because obviously he wanted to check if my drunk ass was fine and so he was kicked out and I was like no 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 he's with me he's with me I need help and the next thing I know I'm vomiting in a new room well, so, kids, don't do alcohols. I woke up with, uh, I think I actually wore this actual outfit. Um, I woke up with uh, vomit over my outfit, um, half naked on my own couch. But luckily, I had wonderful people to bring me home. If I wouldn't have had those, I would have probably died. <laughs> I think the worst, worst drunk or like after I've ever, ever, ever had is I was like drinking straight gin. Like I usually drink wine and trust me, I drink wine. I can just throw that out. And I woke up covered in my own vomit. Oh. I know, like, it was in my hair. It was everywhere. It was all over my sheets. It was all over my floor. Um, my whole bed was so nasty. And I woke up first, and I was like, oh, no. ew. Um, I puked a little bit on this part of the bed. <laughs> and then I, like, turned around you a little didn't... bit to stay away from it. Like, I, I have to, like, I felt so sick. So I turned around, and I put my face in more vomit it was so bad and I was like I need to get out of this bed it's disgusting so I went to the shower and I brought a bucket and I was still like I I actually felt like I was dying like that was horrible but like alcohol it literally gives you the worst hangovers it's like it's horrible I've tried a lot of drugs honey and there is nothing that compares to an alcohol hangover you literally feel every single bit of your body just scream don't do this again no, when I get like a bad alcohol like hangover, it's it's you're like, like shivering like you're a junk. Like why do I hate like, myself? Right. And then next week you go again. Right. But please, please moderation. Do you remember your first time you got high? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when was so that? I was with friends. It was also super placebo. It was really <laughs> funny. Um. So I wanted to try smoking with my friends, yeah. and I think I was fourteen. And we just went around the block and we shared one joint with like a few of us. And I mm-hmm. was so high. I think I was kind of high, but not the level I thought I was. Right. And I walked back because we went like we were chilling in my basement. Yeah. We had a really chill basement at home at my parents. And I'd have sleepovers there all the time. And we like went around the block to mm-hmm. smoke it. And I was like, I'm so high. And I wanted to go back inside to the basement, but my parents were oh, watching American Horror Story oh. on the TV. They're like, hey, have you seen this show? It's like really fun and like stuff. And like, Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen the show. I know, I haven't seen the show. And I was like, did not want to have eye contact right, with her. Right, of course. So I was like, no, I haven't seen the show. <laughs> Looking anywhere but there. Yeah. Okay, bye. Mm-hmm. And later, a few years later, I asked mom, hey, did you realize what was going on? She's like, no, I had no idea. But I was like, oh my God. Oh my God, no, right. she knows. You're super paranoid. Like, it gets you paranoid yeah. as fuck. But it was hilarious. And I was not high at all. But I was, it was for time. Right. It was really fun. That's good. Um, so, yeah. That's lovely. Oh, what was your first time high? Honestly... I've gotten high so many times I lost count. I don't remember the first time I've I've smoked a lot of pot in my life. I've, yeah, I've enjoyed my my um, teenage years, honey. Uh, I'm still enjoying my twenties. <laughs> so, 
I mean, we're Dutch, so hello. Um, down the line, we still live in the Netherlands, and we still have the best wheat of the world, if you ask me. It's so funny. So, like, when the, like, corona lockdown happened, the first mm-hmm. time, all the, every, everything, <laughs> yeah, you know exactly yeah, 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 what I mean. Yeah, yeah. All the, everything closed. I Stores, called you guys restaurants, up. you did call us. Everything was being closed. Every store, every restaurant, and the people, people, Dutch people were so panicked that on they the, couldn't get their weed. But on the press conference, I literally, I was watching it live, and I heard uh like them list and then they said coffee shops and i was literally i was like i don't care about the rest they're gonna say i'm biking there now and i was calling all of everyone i knew smoke pot at that time being like get yourself some and i'm gonna show you the the pictures that are now visible uh in the actual video of this episode that's insane it's insane everyone Everyone went crazy needed their weed my boyfriend at the time got on his bike raced out Same. and like right when you called me right and it was it was out they were out and then like the government was like okay fine you guys can have your weed but only for pickup right <laughs> yeah like, fine okay take your freaking weed yeah but like Didn't in two England days have the same thing with tea i don't know if that's true but i heard it i heard something about that or i'll gladly believe that honestly that would be funny one story that i do gotta add about the weed <laughs> uh one time i got high that's like my most iconic conversation that i ever had with a friend we were sitting on my balcony in my old apartment we were high like a guy and we didn't realize that it hit already and we were just sitting there you know passing the joint back and forth and um <laughs> i said hey there's a carpet laying there and that was this huge like like grass field basically um and there was a carpet laying there it was a really weird place to put a carpet and so he said there's a carpet laying there and i said that's an interesting place to put a carpet. And he said, that's an interesting place to put a carpet indeed. And that was just in the moment. Oh, it was such perfect. a high conversation. Like, if you quote this, you're like, why was this funny? And we just died. It was just so it's good. Weird. But nothing makes sense at that point. Exactly. And you're just, if that is funny, you know you got a good high. True. That being said, don't abuse drugs. We don't support it. No. YouTube, please don't demonetize me. And... Um, we're gonna be wrapping it up what would you say to your younger self about first times what recommendation would you give to her Ooh, um you go first i need to think about this you go first it'll be fine trust the process relax enjoy don't fake your way through it because it's fine if you don't have any experience that's okay i think i think just the basics that you tell anyone you know do your homework before you do something you know yeah uh, make sure that you're ready and uh and safe and that you that you're in a good environment and that you know and just go for it if you right if, if, i mean within the limits like yeah. don't just go for heroin no but um you know if, if it's in the limits go for it you're sometimes young, you're fuck safe. it just like ellen does normalize talking about sex and masturbation with your friends people who talk about sex with their friends have better sex with their respective partners why not only does normalizing sex reduce shame, but you can also get some great ideas. Yeah. Have fun. Experience things. You know, you're supposed to have memories. Listen to Young Wild and Free safe. from Snoop. <laughs> <laughs> so what uh, we get. Uh, yeah, but for real, honestly, it's so good to sometimes just fuck it. Fuck it. Let go of that We're shit. We're on this earth to have some fun. We exactly. already have enough fucking work, you know? There's enough worries to worry about. That being said, um, I hope you enjoyed this very first episode of season four. We sure did. We sure did. This next season coming is 
Oh, I'm so excited for all these episodes to come. There's going to be non-binary people, trans women, trans men, um, people talking to me about racism. There's going to be so many different people with different vibes, having different stories to tell. They're all so equally interesting, equally unique. Uh, we're going to be talking about body positivity a whole Hell lot yeah. more across these upcoming seasons, season four and five, actually. I cannot wait for you all to see it, so definitely stay tuned. Thank you for watching for this episode, and thank you so much for being here with me. Any day. Next week, I will be back same place, same time, and then you will see this. They're creating an atmosphere which pushes you into treatment when you're not sure which yep. is the fucked up part. Absolutely. They're just trying to control what we do with our bodies. Again, cisgendered people controlling trans people's bodies yep. while who is in charge of your body? I, I'm pretty sure you are we the are, only yeah. one who is in charge of your body, so... We need to include trans people in the process because we know best uh, what how it feels in our bodies. And it's really strange that there are no trans people working there. Yep. What would you say is the sluttiest thing, kinkiest, fetishist thing you've ever done? You can name a couple. We, we have all the time in the world, honey. That's true. That's true. <laughs> it's crazy. I have so much discussion with people who say, but it's just not uh, grammatically it's not incorrect. Grammatic. Fuck you. If you want to read the information from Slutty Science, again, head over to my website, theslutshow.org. Yes, from orgasm, theslutshow.org. <laughs> Where you can also get your hands on my five-piece postcard collection dedicated to destroying the patriarchy and empowering you all. So if, you wanna, if you want to support the... Um, slut show in another way you can also head over to my patreon page and buy me a coffee which is only four euros a month or one euro per episode basically which is i mean su super doable and it would support both me and the team behind the camera tremendously please follow me on instagram at the slut show with ellen moore i will plug all your socials in the description um you can also send in questions if you want to on the slut show with ellen moore instagram we will answer them on the show on the show how cool is that i mean i can't wait i can't wait to see them just saying We're so interactive <laughs> so interactive don't forget to give this video a big thumbs up subscribe to my youtube channel and the most important important one share the slut show with your friends because you sharing the slut show means the world to me and uh especially with instagram shadow batting and youtube demonetizing the subject sex it is so important to spread some hilarious but also personal and uh, genuinely good sex ed and i dare to say that we're bringing it here amen there's so much time effort and love put into this so you have no idea <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for being here thank you at home for watching and for now Sluts, Sluts out. out. I love you.